You are listening to the All Focus and Grit Breakaway Roping Podcast, where we provide you a roadmap to success both inside and outside the arena. Here are your hosts, Breakaway Ropers, Dreamers, and Goal Setters, Jennifer Casey, Cody Fuller, and Dusty Crenshaw. Welcome back to the All Focus and Grit podcast. I'm Jennifer Casey. I'm Dusty Crenshaw. And I'm Cody Fuller. This week, we are very excited to talk about how our thoughts and our attitudes impact us inside and outside the arena. So Dusty, this last week you went to Rodeo Bible Camp, and why don't you share with us some of your experiences from that? Sure. So last week in Milton Freewater, Oregon, um, the Walla Walla Cowboy Church had a Rodeo Bible Camp, and I got to be part of it, and I was um, part of the breakaway section of it. And um, it was such a wonderful experience because it really made me look at how important it is to have a grateful heart and how far that will take you in the rodeo industry. Um, a perfect example is there was this young kid. <clears throat> he was an eighth grader. In my mind, he's young. Um, <laughs> and he had accidentally checked breakaway roping. And the, the night before, one of his buddies had shown him how to swing a rope. And so he, he gets there and he's like, all right, well, I accidentally checked breakaway roping, but I'm going to try this out. This looks like fun. And so we're roping the dummy. And of course, I show him some, like, how to swing the rope and, you know, how to look at your spot and just, just some of the basics. And anytime I helped him, he basically was like, okay, thank you. This is so awesome. Like he just had so much life and so much spunk. And by the end of the rodeo Bible camp, we were um, pulling a roping dummy around and he was roping off the horse and he was catching every single one. And I think, well, I know it was just because he never limited himself. He never thought, oh, this is so hard or, oh, I can't do this. He just was just like, this is awesome. Like, I love it. It's great. This is fun. And I think just how, well, I know having that mindset just got him to that next level. And so when I, you know, when I observed this, I, I just obviously, you know, started thinking about myself. Like, am I this thankful? Am I this excited about it? And, and really, I think as all of us breakaway ropers need to, you know, remind ourselves is if, if you put limits on yourself, then you're going to have limits. If you don't have limits, then, you know, you can accomplish anything. It's easy as a kid to always be, have that positive mindset. Mm -hmm. You don't really think of all of what can go wrong. You're just excited to be there and Mm -hmm. do it. And it's so easy to be confident at the rodeos as a little kid. But then as you get older, with the experiences and learning, you know what all can go wrong. So then you get a little bit more negative (laughs) as you get older because you know what can get, what can go wrong. And so you think of those things. You shouldn't, but you do. Yeah. So how can we take his positive attitude, let's say that, or his positive thought process, mm-hmm. and apply it to breakaway roping or to ourselves as adults? Yeah. Just having that thankful heart, for sure. It's like you just have to somehow remind yourself when those negative thoughts creep in to, oh, no, no, like I need to be grateful that I'm just here able to be doing this. 
Yeah. I think being aware is huge. I think the first step is being yeah. aware. You have to realize that, okay, I'm driving my car or I'm going to work or whatever you're doing that our thoughts are negative or, mm-hmm. or, you know, be aware that they are negative or not positive or towards your end goal. That's right? true. Some people that you notice that are really maybe have a lot of negative mindset in general in the world, they don't even know they're being negative. It's just how they are. So you do have to kind of wake up and realize, nope, that is kind of a negative thought. Like I can right. spin this in a positive way. Right. Yes. And I, and I think for me, the hardest part was first identifying that, that, I, and I can go down a rabbit hole, right? My brain can just like, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> the reason the world ends. <laughs> exactly, on my way to work. And it wasn't because I really believe that is the fact that I'm going to work and not to the practice pen. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got to figure out, first you have to identify them, and then you have to figure out what is your feeling behind them or what is the true feeling behind them. I think that's the hardest part. Yeah, and I think... I think sometimes, and honestly, as kids anywhere, as a teacher, I see this on kids, we get so much on our plates, like there's so much pulling for our attention. Um, You know, for kids, it's their grades, their state tests, social media, I mean, the Netflix, there's just so much energy being pulled from them, And, and and I know this as an adult too, like gotta you pay the bills and cook and clean and go to work and 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 then your kids want attention or you know you got to feed your horses and there's just so much pulling from you that I don't I think if we need to remind ourselves to take a moment and be in the moment I think it's so huge and and for me and I don't know if this is true for you but if I am in the moment I am thankful but if truly I, are, but but if you are thinking about these other things, exactly, I just get overwhelmed, and then I'm like, ah! It's easy to be to get in this point of like, oh my gosh, how do I even get all this stuff done? So then you're trying to get all this stuff done in a day. You're trying to work. You're trying to rope. You're trying to take care of all the other stuff around the house. Yeah. Then so then you just feel so stressed that even when you're roping and getting to do what you want to do. It, it, it just it, tears it, you down because yeah. you're just so overwhelmed. The stuff is controlling you. Mm-hmm. You're not controlling the stuff. And mm-hmm. I found that. So I found that out for myself, right? Because practice got to be not so fun. But starting in December when I was driving an hour and 15 minutes each way to and from practice, it gave me, and I was trying at that point in, in my life, I was trying to identify negative thoughts, right? So it was kind of two things at once. I was able to realize that if I could spend that hour and 15 minutes and then when I got to the practice pen... It went, okay, most of the time. But it went so much better. Yeah. But then the reverse of that, true, is right. I needed to work on something. I drove an hour and 15 minutes home and then another hour and 15 minutes back to the practice pen. So two and a half hours, I got to think about. So then I focused that time instead of on all of these da-da-da-da-da life stuff. I focused on X, Y, or Z that I needed to practice in the practice pen. Right. And it was a huge difference. Yeah huge that laser focus yeah that ed Milet, that podcast that i listened to he really talks about having that laser focus like what is it you want to achieve go get it and i think that's us controlling what our goals are mm-hmm. versus just stuff controlling us our to-do list controlling us yeah i think it's um i think it's one of those things in today's world i think it's just gotten worse over the years like there's so much expected of each person because now especially 
not to say guys too, but girls, especially because you're supposed to be a mom, you're supposed to have a career, you're supposed to still rope really good, you're supposed to do all these things, but how do you do them all at once? And so, but like they're saying, but if you slow yourself down and then you just live in the moment and you just focus on your goals at the moment, because thinking of all everything at once is not going to... No. That's not going to help anything to get no. stress yourself out about it. So you just have to take one thing at a time and just. And you just got to let some stuff go. Like for me, I, I mean, I will, a, a perfectly clean house. Yes, I would love it. And, and you know, the decorations and everything just <laughs> awesome. But when you're, when you're coming in at 11 o'clock at night after practicing, you're kicking off your boots and, and you know, it, you got to give yourself a little grace. Like it's okay. Like everything doesn't have to just be perfect. I think it's more important to go enjoy the roping and go enjoy that and, and just do what you can. Well, a lot of houses you see that, that both the husband and wife rope, (laughs) they're not a clean house. Like you always can tell. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Well, and for me, that's the, um, like keeping my pasture watered, right? Yeah. Or, and last year I didn't keep my pasture or my lawn watered. And this year my lawn is watered. And then I tried to get my pasture watered and then everything just, it just snowballed and I, nothing went well for two weeks. So (laughs) it's on the back burner right at the moment. It is my goal by the end of the summer, but I also signed up to work again. So there went that time. So (laughs) (laughs) see what we're talking about. Right. Right. Too many things. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So, but once. I let that thing go, right? Because I don't like my pasture being brown, but it is. Life just got easier. Yeah. And and really, does it really matter? No, it just doesn't look good. But yeah, it's it's okay, and I am okay with that. It's true. Sometimes I get pretty stressed about adulting, really. Right. <laughs> and you know, I have to talk it out with my parents or whatever, and they're like, "Cody, it's going to be okay." These mm-hmm. little things, like it's you're not going to go to jail. You're not going to like, <laughs> you know, it's not, the world's not going to end because of these things that you're stressing about. Right. So just, just stop really. Yeah. And I think that's just keeping things in perspective of, you know, we were talking earlier um, about really having a vision for what you want with your life. You, you know, um, I not being limited in what your vision is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. how do you do that for you? What does that look like for you? So you know what that is. Not what you think it is, but what you know down here from your gut. What? How, how do you figure out that vision for you? For what I want for my life? Yeah. Not not necessarily what it is, but how do you... What's your process? For figuring out what my vision is? Mm-hmm. Well, I pray. And I pray a lot. <laughs> because I know that there's such... I'm such a tiny little speck on this planet and on this world and what, you know. Um, so I, I really just sit down and think, okay, what is it that I can do? Like, what are my gifts? What do I enjoy? And I think probably when I, I, I sat down and I made a list of a hundred things I want to accomplish in my whole entire life. And these are the things that, you know, as that, uh, gal that does the, tidying up so I am trying to keep my house clean but she's on Netflix and she does this tidying up and she's like does it spark joy like is it a hell yes yeah or yeah that's the Rachel um, Hollis she does the hell yes or hell no like is it something you you want is it like in like you said in your gut and honestly like I don't have skydiving on my 100 things I want to do because 
it's not something I'm like, oh, that sounds so much fun. Like, <laughs> it doesn't sound fun to me. It's something that, and my husband's like, why wouldn't you want to do skydiving? That'd be so much fun. I'm like, no. Like, it, it is. <laughs> You'll go and watch. <laughs> it, it is not in my gut to be like, this is something I want to accomplish. You know, do I want to have um, several horses that I can train to rope and a bunch of kids around all the time that I can help rope? Oh, yeah, that is in my gut. So I think you just listening to what's in your heart is how you get that list. I don't know. How do you guys do that? Um, I, I'm actually trying to figure that out right now. <laughs> um, well, I know for sure what's in my heart with rodeo. Mm-hmm. That's just, it's always been there. So that one's easy to figure out. But the rest outside of that, I've actually been thinking, I've been trying to think about that a lot. And I'm actually, I need to download and listen to... Um, Oprah has a book that's something about finding your passions Mm -hmm. and I'm actually going to listen to that so I'll let you guys know when I figure it out (laughs) because I haven't actually aside from rodeo because I know that's my main passion in life Mm -hmm. um I haven't been able to figure out passions around that Mm -hmm. so because I probably because I focus so much on that but um yeah so I'm not a good one to ask (laughs) I haven't figured it out yet (laughs) I think that's great though I mean because we're all we we all cycle through like, oh, I know exactly what I want. And then it's like, oh, there's this time where you're like, hmm, okay, you reevaluate and then you focus again. And I don't think there's anything wrong with trying to sit back and say, okay, where do I want my life to go? Exactly. Like there's, um, you go through stages because, you know, when I started chiropractic, I'm like, yes, this is for sure what I want to do. And then now I'm at this time of, okay, what can I change about my career like in chiropractic, what can I expand? That's what I've been trying to figure out lately is how to tweak it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's really what I'm trying to figure out. But Okay. So maybe an idea or how, like, so how I've done it is what do I want in life, right? And how I have figured that out. Well, I've always known what I want in life since I was, I want a rope. Like since <laughs> I was so young that I cried and cried and cried because I didn't get to go to the Bob Johnson clinic, you know, and I don't think I was <laughs> no younger than No cries Kenley. over not getting to go to a clinic. Oh, just <laughs> heartbroken. <laughs> heartbroken. Um, but then I think it is looking at, I think as adults, we get society norms. What we, the, what are they? The BS rules, the bullshit rules of life of what society thinks we should do. True. That we should hold an eight to five job, that we have to work hard to make money. You know, those are all things that in society that life tells us that we should do and we grow up and we say, oh, okay, you know. So I think it's look, taking all of those bullshit rules out and mm-hmm. and looking at life of what you could do if money and time were not an option. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot um, just because you get older and you have these dreams as a kid, like you said, wanting to go to the Bob Johnson Clinic and that's all you care about is roping. But as you get older, then... People are bad about this too because you still have these dreams, but people are like, that's not realistic. You can't do that. Exactly. You can't make money roping. Yeah. And then you start to believe that and then you start to think, yeah, I'm being stupid. Like I need to be a real person and do the normal. Like these dreams are for somebody else that's lucky. That's what you start to think. Right. They're not for me. They're for somebody else. Yeah. Like, oh, this person's lucky. They get a rodeo for a living, but I don't because I'm a normal person and I have to work and yeah. Right. Right. So how... I worked through this and I obviously we're all still in a process, right? Is I, you know, set those questions out and then I write. So I contemplate, right? And I contemplate while walking or riding my horse outside the arena, just Mm -hmm. moving, right? For me, it's moving. You're supposed to be meditating because 
scientifically it takes the may the waves in your brain da 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 but i think i'm a mover right so if i had stalls to clean it would be cleaning stalls or moving or walking and putting those thoughts and not really thinking about them just letting them roll around in my head mm. and then coming back and writing without censoring your writing like just writing because then i think that process gives a way to take our brain out of it and the thoughts come from our heart or from our gut or wherever the universe or wherever your belief process that is coming from and then mm -hmm. just see where it takes you and then i think you see thought patterns in in what you write down and they could be negative right just like you said well i have to be an adult i have to do this i have mm -hmm. to work hard to make money i have to um i can't rodeo for a living because 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 well you know so then i think for me it was coming back to the thought of i want to rope and so yeah i'm gonna rope i don't know how and you don't have to solve the how in this process you just solve the the what and the why you're not the, you know the the you get to kind of in touch with what that is right from well, a very young age i wanted to break with the nfr that's that is my true purpose in life and I know that I have known that in my heart well I think too like once you truly figure out your passion and what you really want to do then it then supposedly supposedly <laughs> it's supposed to fall together because you when don't you're worry in, about the how exactly you when you're in tune with what you really want it doesn't feel stressful to get there mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. just do that's what they say you just do <laughs> So I'm still in that process, but, but yeah, and I truly believe that too. I really do. Once you're passionate about something, nothing seems like work to work towards it. No. You enjoy yeah. every second of it rather than if you're sitting at this nine to five job that you really don't like going to every morning, you're not passionate about it. So it's miserable, but right. so find what you're passionate about, which if you guys are listening to this, most likely it has something <laughs> to do with the rodeo. Right. So. Well, I think you know, for me, I love teaching. Like it is something I enjoy and I'm so thankful and grateful. I chose that profession. Um, I, I look at the kids, um, and I really think, you know, this, this thought process of really finding what it is that they want to achieve in life without any limitations is huge. And if, if you could get a 16 year old to sit down and, you know, and and their their goal is really really they want to become a photographer you know there's so many opportunities for that or if they really love math and, and they want to become an engineer that's fine but sometimes they're like oh i want to be an engineer but you know what i have to go to school for a long time and i you know then they all of a sudden but 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 mm -hmm. and and they and they don't they don't give themselves that that grace, that focus, that like, hey, you know what, I can do this. And and like just referring back to that little boy that I I was talking about at the beginning, he never once said, well, I've never done this before. I, there's no way I'm going to catch that. He just said, okay, tell me how. <laughs> Let's do this. You know. And it was just and it's just that tiny little shift, you know, that shift just to just to be excited about it. And um, for me, like. There was times where I haven't rodeoed for a few years just because I got in the the too much happening, you know, mm -hmm. kids and work and 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 
cleaned my house. And then I'm like, you know, this isn't, this isn't me. This, this is, isn't fun. This is, I mean, I, 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 I yeah, I, I, I liked the other stuff, but for me to like sit down and clean my house for four or five hours is not, is not sparking joy and it is not <laughs> a hell yes. <laughs> and I know, I, 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 I admire people that have that. Um, and because yeah. you walk in their house and it's just like and it's decorated. I know. I'm yeah. like, can I just can I move in? <laughs> Truly, some people are passionate about it, and it's amazing. And they're and, it's decorated so well, and, and it's, and it's yeah. just great. But that that wasn't. There's nothing in me for that. And so when I wasn't rodeoing, yeah, I was content, but I wasn't making a vision board. I wasn't setting goals. You know, I wasn't that that rodeo has been like Jennifer said since I was little instilled in me as my driving force to accomplish great things, you know, and, and it, and I think mine is probably now getting breakaway horses going and helping kids and, and, you know, continuing along the way, just getting better every time. So. Right. Well, cause every time, I mean, that you teach, you learn. Oh, I mean, it's just yeah. huge, right? Yeah. Um, that's, that's what I always notice, mm-hmm. which is why I like doing clinics is the mm-hmm. fact that you learn. You learn yourself while you're teaching it, right? Yeah. Um, so that was awesome. So Yeah, because you're like, how do I tell this person to do this? And, and then you're like, oh, it's an angle. So you need to like put your elbow up a little bit more. Yeah, because you're, you're fine-tuning everything you're doing too. Yeah. It was super interesting at the clinic. So I was there, and then uh, Seth was there, and then Stacy was there helping too. This is the clinic you had last week. Yeah, the clinic we had last week. So... Um, and then when we first started, Kelly was there too the first day on the ground because we had a lot of beginners and I knew we needed more help. And so so she would, I would say something or whoever would start and then we'd rotate, right? So then they got to hear it four different ways. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we were all saying the same concept, right? But um, it was really cool for them to yeah. get to hear it. And then it did click, right? And so, and we'd often, we switched the whole time back and forth. So that was very cool. That is cool. Yeah. That, that was fun. So for you guys at home, I just think the first step is being aware of our thoughts that we've come mm-hmm. to the conclusion today. And the second step would be to um, journal. Yeah, I am not a bit, I, I struggle with journaling. I, I really, really do. Yeah, that's a tough one for me too. I, I just never have the like to actually sit down and write. Yeah, pen to paper, not my favorite. But I think about it a lot. And and then I, I sometimes record an audio, but then I, it doesn't work out very well. I have a lot of notes. Yeah. Uh, so I have a lot of pieces of paper like this. And I was cleaning them up today because uh, the lady was coming to clean my house because I don't, my house is awful. <laughs> I have to clean my house before the cleaning lady comes to clean my house. Oh my gosh. Um, that, that's where I'm at in my life. That's okay. I'm totally fine with it. But anyway, so I've gathered up all these stack of notes. But, yeah. but for me, I find once I physically go through the process of writing, and even if it's just like this little piece of paper, for whatever reason, I don't know why it works. I'm sure there's a scientific reason. It's freeing. Even mm-hmm. if it's a negative thought that I write down, I'm like, oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Then we could talk about affirmations. Oh yeah, <laughs> affirmations. Are so huge. we, I mean, and that is how you're technically, in theory, is how I have learned to. If you have a negative thought, you're supposed to write an affirmation around it. Mm-hmm. So to spin it in a positive way, basically. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right. Um, like um, I am strong, or I am healthy, or I am able to lose weight. 
like and for me for my affirmations I write them in my notes in my phone because I look through my notes in my phone mm-hmm. so I have them written throughout the list because it seems like a long list but that way when I'm scrolling through the list of uh, my to-dos I see the affirmations mm-hmm. there so I think you're supposed to look at them and read them at a certain time and that doesn't work for me <laughs> especially when I'm not going to work are, are consistent to the same place every day right right I think it in theory but I think we should give affirmations to our horses too yeah we could just spend a whole nother 30 minutes talking about <laughs> thought processes for our horses <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So earlier we were talking and just, we'll just do a little short thing. If, if you get on a horse and you get frustrated with that horse, they know. They can feel it. They know. Yeah. And if you're like, why can't you do this? I mean, they know. Versus if you spin it and be like, man, my horse is awesome. He's got this. Well, the best horse trainers are the really, really patient ones. Yeah. So... Well, and I think it's the same concept with our horses, though, is I first, I think we have to be aware of their thoughts. Yeah. Um, I know. I wish they could talk to me. But they do. <laughs> they do talk to us. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, all the time, right? I mean, like, they, they do. Well, maybe they I really wish do. we could listen better. Exactly. <laughs> yes, I wish I could tell what they're... But you can. You just have to listen. Well, I need to be a better listener. <laughs> right? <laughs> Like, yeah, they do, right? And they tell us. So I think it's important that we listen to what they have to say. Well, you know, it's funny that you're saying this right now because I'm thinking about those horses that get along so well with children. Right. But they don't really like adults. Yeah. And I'm wondering if it's just because the kids, I remember myself, I remember my sisters as kids, we'd get on a horse and... We would tell them about our day and tell them about whatever. Right. And you were talking to them all the time and, and you were petting them, you were brushing them, you were braiding their mane and tail for, you would spend yeah. hours with that horse. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> Versus like, okay, here's your thing. I got to go cook dinner. I got to go clean the house. I got to. <laughs> yeah, like we exercise you real fast. And then, yeah. There again, living in the moment because I don't think we need to, we probably, we, we can't spend five or six hours. I'd love to, five or six hours with your horse, right. like you did when you were a kid at summertime. But, you know, just being present in that moment is huge. Right. Yeah. I've spent three years trying to get my horse to come up and visit with me at the fence. Three <laughs> years, and she's finally doing it. But, um, moral of the story, never give up. (laughs) (laughs) Affirmations. Uh, Affirmations. She got Maddie will enjoy my company. (laughs) She will come get some laughs. Affirmation is Maddie loves me. (laughs) (laughs) You had to, yep. Put that into the universe. (laughs) She really does love me. But I think, though, you have to, right, listen to him, right? Because then Mm. I, you know, I have another horse at the moment and. He, he comes to the fence, but he won't talk to me. And he just looks at me when I'm talking to Maddie. And he is, his expressions are all kind of funny. And he would rather just play in the water. But then he's like, oh, oh, well, but I can't get that close to you because we, we don't really want to talk to you. But, you know, yeah. so I think it's, it's, you have to listen to them. And they, they will tell us. Um, I truly, truly believe that. So, yeah. Um, and using positive affirmations on them and not... You know, and and like when I'm mad at them in the box, you don't beat on them. You just make them go work, right? Move their feet. Right. You know, I think it, and then they, because they have to understand those things. So 
now we've went more about horses, so. Right. <laughs> so one thing that's um, off topic, but what about, um, I don't know, have you guys ever in your roping career gotten frustrated about the money part of rodeo? Because I feel like that's a, mm-hmm. it's a huge mental block for a lot of people is because it is expensive. And so then you have that pressure when you go rope of like, I got to win because I'm hanging it all out there right now. And you so can't. that's a really hard one to battle because you can't win when you're worried about winning. Exactly. So how do you battle that one? That's tough. You can't, you can't have that. You can't worry about money because if you do, it's, it's not going to happen, right? Right. You just have to know that the universe has a plan for you and that it's all always working out for you. Mm-hmm. So and then that's okay. It it is all always working out for me. And I think you got to be careful too because you don't want to be like, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. Where you're burning bridges with everybody. You're maxed out on your credit cards. I mean, I I I don't think you want to be like, oh, this is what I want to do, <laughs> and 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 not and and not think, okay, yes, this is my goal. This is my focus. But it's it's all in time, it's you how. know. There, you you may have to work, you know, the nine to five job, or you may have to work on at nights or the weekends or put in extra hours. I I don't think, you know, it's gonna be like, oh, you want to rope, go rope. But right. I think what you gotta do is not lose focus of roping, of what 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 you want to do, and and not let those other things control you. You can say, okay, yep, I, I have to go work. Like, most of us have to go work. But, and, but be thankful that you have a job. Exactly. So because I work. have, you know, so for yeah. me, like, yes. I have a job so I can make my pickup payment. Or, you know, yes. whatever it is. Yes. Or, you know. And I'm thankful for my job. I'm thankful for what it, being able to do the things I do. Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, again, not letting it control you like oh I can't believe I have to go to work today I'd much rather go rodeoing like you you can't it's just a simple mindset like thank you that I get to go work today because now I might not get to go tonight to the rodeo but I get to go to one next week you know and it's all it's an all about a balancing and just and I think we're having so many more options now so that you can yes. pick and choose right yeah you don't feel like you have to go to Right. So, Every single one of this association. Yes. You can just be very focused. For me, you know, and, and that's what I've had to do f- just because of life, right? Be very focused in which association I want to do or what my mm-hmm. goal is, you know. So, yeah, I would like to go to all the the regional rodeos over the 4th of July, but that's just not feasible, right? I mean, mm-hmm. so yeah. I've chosen ones that are going to fit me, my horse, the needs to set her up for the next weekend, right? So I think, um, and being thankful for the ones I get to go to. Mm, that's huge. Showing up and just being like, this is awesome. I do that a lot. I just show up at a rodeo or a jackpot, and I'm just I'm just happy to be here. And I think that's when just... you win more, because I remember as a kid, I remember being so thankful that I was lucky enough to fall into this life that I got to rodeo so much. And I'm like, I felt sorry for the kids that didn't even know what it was like to ride a horse. Or I was like, I'm so lucky that I, this is my lifestyle and I don't know any different. And then as I've gotten older, I kind of fall away from that. And it almost all do in life. Yeah. Yeah. Because I get stressed and it's hard to remember. No, I'm so grateful that I get to be in this rather than like, I go through phases where I'm like, I'm just going to quit. 
I'm just going to live, you know, and because you get so frustrated with it and you're not winning or something like when that. Well, you don't have the opportunity to go to all of them at this time. Right. Yeah. So. And Joe Blow over here gets to go to all of them. But yeah. We don't, you're like, you know, well, that's not fair. Yeah, you're like, what's Joe Blow doing that I'm not? <laughs> right? You yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. You get so many other things, but then you have mm-hmm. to think back to when you were a kid and you're just like, happy to be. Wherever mom and dad took us. Exactly. (laughs) Yep. Happy to be at the junior road. Did your guys' mom and dad, like when it's hot and like today, when you guys are practicing, ever pack like washwork cloths in Ziploc bags? Yes. Most, (laughs) yeah. My, actually, my grandma always did that because she grew the juniors. Way off topic. Yes. And that was, and I actually loved it. For some reason, as a little kid, she'd have the wet washcloth in the Ziploc Ziploc bag. I thought it was the coolest thing. I'm like, it's still wet. This is so cool. Yeah. (laughs) No, I never experienced that. I think we just were, here's Gatorade, get some more water. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember water. I don't remember Gatorade. Yeah, it was the glass, the glass Gatorades. Oh, <laughs> glass. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember the Gatorade. I remember that, and I remember. Then it would be at night, and it would be cold. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh. Anyway, but yes, just being thankful. Yeah. yeah. But it's I hard. It the money part is hard. I think money is, in general is hard no matter where you're at. What it, part of life No matter is. how much you have yeah. or don't have. Yeah. And I think, it's, like, you see a lot of the guys that that do rodeo for a living. You can, you can tell, too, the ones that are maybe not winning as much and they get stressed because then the money does play a role. They mm-hmm. kind of just go down into this rabbit hole because they're like, well, I need to win to get myself out of this hole. Mm-hmm. And it never turns out good. So, and I think that's why we're all lucky because we, we always have something to fall back on. True. We'll always yeah. have a career. Yeah. I mean, so we should be I mean, very thankful yeah. for that, even though I'm still so paying on it. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah. And I think, you know, and I, I've read some like personal finances and I listen to podcasts. I think what happens is a lot of times is money starts controlling people mm-hmm. instead of people controlling the money. Like, you start, like, everything is just, like, consuming, and you're so... <sighs> money shouldn't have... There is no... Should be no feeling associated with money. Money's, there you go. Money's a tool. Exactly. Right. There right. should be... Yeah, so, I we, mean... And that's so hard for us, right? Oh, because cause you're like, oh my gosh, I just got another bill, and I don't have the money. Oh, oh. Yeah. And I entered a rodeo, and it's going to cost me X amount to drive da, 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 there. Da, 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 and it's, the entry fees are now 150 instead of 60. <laughs> what, you know what I mean? And it's just like... Yeah, but you, you need to just set aside. Because so we have the thought. Yeah. And we, then we have the feeling. <laughs> and then the outcome is, is we don't have any money because that's what we think. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So that's why yeah. we need to that's change it our does... thought around the circumstance of having the bill or not. You know, it goes back to that thought model. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does make you, you enter all these rodeos and then you're like, wait, <laughs> that's a lot of money. I don't have that money. But it always works out. It always it does. does. It Somehow. Always does. And... So you got to just know. Whether it's you win some money or you get like, you know, they call and work, want some extra hours or you get some extra clients or you get an extra, you or know, some strike lessons. a deal with your dad. If you give me a fees, I'll give you this percentage. <laughs> <laughs> right? Don't what? be afraid to negotiate. <laughs> yeah. Right? Hey, grandma, how you doing? <laughs> exactly. No, but, and I think, you know, our but, parents want to see you be successful too. So they're... A lot of times willing to help out, but sometimes they're like, well, we helped you out as a kid. You're on your own. I know. I I think it's a happy day for them when they get to close that entry fee door. 
right? (laughs) 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 Exactly. Yeah, I think my parents got way happier when I started paying my own fees. That's funny. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. but... But I I think it's all important stuff, too, because then you learn how to control your money. You learn how to handle it. And like Jennifer said, you learn how to, like, not let it control you. It's a thing, not an emotion. It's the most renewable resource on the planet. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Yeah. Anyways. So, Grateful Heart. Got to have one. Yes. So, hopefully, we've given you guys some ideas about how to have a Grateful Heart. And how we have a grateful heart to be getting to do this. Yes. This is so this fun. Is awesome. Yeah. And you guys have a good week. We're open. All right. See you later. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the All Focusing Grit Breakaway Roping Podcast. Dream big and rope sharp. Yeah.